Hello and welcome to Origin Gate. Wisdom's Echo. I'm Jane Schroeder. I'm going to share a couple of quite funny stories today because this is one of my favourite times of the year. I love the summer weather. I love the sunshine, the beaches, the doggy walks, but I particularly love Christmas. My mum was a massive fan of Christmas. She would work hard all year sewing, knitting, making tea cozies that go over teapots to keep your, your pot of tea very English, cup of tea warm. She would make um, oven gloves, hand make them. She would be buying different types of sweets and all the year round. And she would get a great big box, a box, huge box, cover it in Christmas shiny paper. I remember as children being really excited and then Christmas night, when we'd all been out all day, or even the day after Christmas, we would all go and have afternoon tea, which meant jelly and ice cream and fruit and cakes. And we used to make a great big joke because she always overcooked this thing she called a bun loaf, which is fruit bread with sultanas and raisins in. It's beautiful. But she would always overcook it and we would always joke it looked like a brick house building bricks and as you know many of our houses in the UK are built with bricks and we always used to joke and say oh um, we'll order 30,000 of your bun loaves to build a house it was a big joke but she was actually a fantastic cook and I learned a lot of skills from my mum and um, they call it foraging this day but we call it just country life so during the summer, I went out and I found a load of, they're called damsons, damson trees. And we shook the tree and we collected lots of damsons. And I put them in big glass jars. It's called bottling fruit. It's not canning them, it's bottling them. And you put hot water, a bit of sugar, and you leave it to ferment in a dark, cool place. Now, we did this this year with the, a different place I got, I got the damsons from, a different tree. They were really juicy, slightly overripe. Well, the other day I was in my kitchen, I heard this pop noise and there it was. It blown the glass lid off one of these lovely kiln jars. So I decided to taste them. They had fermented and it was very whiny. They were gorgeous. So I was short of jam and I'm not a big one for lots of sugary things. And because they fermented, it's a lot of natural sugar. I popped them all in my great big copper scallop, which I inherited off my mum, and I bubbled it up with a tiny bit of sugar and made some dams and jam. So they went from being on the tree, the fruits, to being preserved in water and a little sugar in big glass jars in the dark cupboard into jam. And then, of course, we put jam in pies and tarts and cakes, and I love the process. It's beautiful. And it makes me think about the process of us our walk with Yahweh. First of all, he chose us in the beginning, as in we were thought speed. We talk a lot about light and illumination and things that are lit up and light and, and under our skin we're illuminated like um, diamonds shining and I've seen people where they look all different colours. It's beautiful. When I look into that kingdom realm, it's beautiful. But, you know, I had this revelation this year that he thought us into being, that he thought us um, faster than the speed of light. And he already knew us before we were birthed on the face of the earth. And it's not that long ago that I 
um, had a vision where I was taken back. It looked like a pack of cards. You know when you get playing cards and you stack them up and you put them all perfect and then you blow them all down or dominoes? It was a bit like that. I got taken back in a vision right from now. Then I saw myself a bit younger. Then I was a teenager. Then I was a child. Then I was a toddler, a baby, until I went back to that fetus in the womb and then it was nothing. And then I saw this, oh, the hay, the breath of Abba, Yahweh, breathe me into life. And I started to come all the way back again. I saw myself as a baby, a toddler, right the way up to the present day. It was something else. And yeah, I saw him breathe me into being in a visionary place, in an open vision. And so that's why I love Christmas, because people are preserving, making fruit and jam and fruit cakes. I don't know whether you eat fruit cakes anywhere else in the world, but in the UK, you soak your fruit, your raisins, your cherries, um, all the different fruits. Some people use rum, some people use brandy, and they're soaked for days. And then they're made into a cake with eggs and sugar and flour. And the cake is baked very, very, very slowly in the oven. It's wrapped in special paper, greaseproof paper. Then there's brown paper over it. And it's, it's, it's well above where the cake's going to rise. Because fruitcake doesn't rise that much. But you have to watch it doesn't go all heavy and stodgy. And then we get this thing called marzipan. We put that on then we put icing on and Christmas decorations. We pipe coloured Christmas trees on and all sorts. I love the process. So the process of the maturing of the jam, the bottle fruit, the maturing of the fruit cake, all these different things. And I love it. It's all about the beginning to the middle to the end. And I just think about my walk with the Lord. And that that incredible process of maturing mature sons and it takes longer for some of us than others but we get there in the end and I've been looking as you know we've got the Celtic Way www.thecelticway.org take a look at us um Ray Hughes, Denise Hughes, Jane Schroeder, Stephen McKee, Grant and Samantha Mahoney uh, launching our school on the 9th of January and I have done a lot of study and a lot of walking the land, doing some filming, taking some fantastic photographs this year. I have really birthed this in my heart and at this time I've just been looking at Aidan St Aidan and I've talked a little bit about him before. He resided on an island called Lindisfarne in Northumbria in England. It's just a few so it's, it's about, about, let's say, about a couple of hours over the border from Scotland. It's beautiful. It's an island, holy island it's called, and it's tidal. You can only go there when the tide goes out and the road appears out of the sea. And if you, if you stay there too long and don't look at the timetable of when the sea comes in and out, you can be stuck there for quite a long time. And there are quite a lot of islands in the UK like that. There's another one called Bardsey Island and it's on the Lynn Peninsula. Now that's North Wales. And there's a very famous, which I'm going to teach you about, um, saint in Hollywell, Holywell. That's a clue. I'll just give you a name. It's St Winifred. Her story is incredible. And I've been there and done some filming and spent time there. Uh, it's a fantastic place of healing and signs and wonders. So Aidan loved this rugged life on the island. He loved the solitude. He loved that prayer. We've talked about the prayer of silence before. 
the place of union, common union with him. And he wrote some fantastic prayers and I'm going to read one to you today. And it says, Within each piece of creation, remembering he loved the land and he was married to the land like a lot of the Celtic saints were. Within each piece of creation, within each person, the hidden God waits to surprise us with his glory. Christmas Day, lots of presents, lots of surprises. Within a moment of time, within each day and hour, the hidden God approaches us, calling our name to make us his own. And I love a lot of the Celtic writings of the Celtic saints because they say things like, he's been calling you for many years. He calls us across the waves and the, mo- the, 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 waves and the mountains. Uh, Come away with me, it says in Song of Solomon, over the hills. The winter has passed. The north wind has calmed down. It's gone. It's dissipated. And the southern warm breeze is here. Come away with me, O lover. Within each human heart, within our item, in our innermost being, the hidden God touches us to awaken us and to reveal his love. Everything, everyone is within God. All space, all time, every person. All space, all time. Think about that. Think about it. There's a scripture in Judges 5 that says, and the stars left the course, the cosmos, the universe, to go and fight on behalf of Sisera, the story in Judges. Deborah, Deborah, it's a beautiful story. Too real with the tent peg and the, hmm, that's another story. So, to awaken and to reveal his love. Everything, everyone is within God, all space, all time, every person hidden. God asks us to open our eyes, our ears, our minds, our hearts to his presence. Within each of our hearts, within the deepest places, the hidden God resides, awakening our love. Within the secret dance, the sacred dance, the perichroesis, the three-in-one, the true in trinity, Within each beautiful realm, the hidden God looks upon us, our tender, beautiful, soft, compassionate hearts. Brokenness and suffering pass away. One of my poems in my Celtic uh, book called Overwhelmed, it says, um, a cup of joy, a cup of suffering, a cup of joy. Within our innermost beings, the hidden God dwells, Enraptured grace in righteousness and rightful place. Eternity in our hearts ignites embers, orange, yellow, love flames of love. Some of the poetry and the art and the artisans and the beautiful language that the Celtic saints brought to England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. Those little coracle boats in the middle of nowhere and the wind of the spirit would blow them. The wild goose of Holy Spirit. It's beautiful. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you today for your love, for that entwining love tapestry. We thank you for your time and space. We thank you that you are our all in all, your message of love and righteousness. And do you know what defined the Celtic saints? There was Bede, Aidan, They said they were marked for God. He set a seal upon their hearts. He wrote his name upon their hearts. He gave them a new name, it says in Revelation. 
They love the solitude. They love their time with God. It reminds me of Jesus, Yeshua. It says that he would spend time in the wilderness and then he would come out and perform healing, signs, wonders. He would love people. Draw the little children unto me, he said, because they, the children's bread, is their daily bread. The kingdom of God is theirs. So it's interesting, the pattern of um, walking the land, growing, planting, working on the land, withdrawing for a time of union, peace, solitude, and then they would minister into communities and love on people and help communities. And you'd see lots. That's one of the key here. Healing, signs and wonders. It says of a quote of Adam. The fact was, Aden did not take God to people, but expected to meet God, where do you think? In the people. He would encounter God within them. He would know them within. An expression of a poem that he wrote on Linda's farm that I read to you before. Within each piece of creation, within each person, he valued them as fine gold, as fine silver, as a gem, gemstones. The hidden God waits to surprise us with his glory. It's beautiful. Out of the closeness, out of the union, out of the place of silence. It said they walked in compassion, love, authority, governmental authority. Wherever they went, wherever their feet trod, they would walk in the love, compassion, and the heart of Yeshua. So bless you today. Shalom, shalom.